This episode of the Abiding Together podcast is brought to you by Sienna and Company. Sienna and Company is a new line of women's swimwear that is ethically made in the U.S. and provides more coverage than the average swimsuit, and it's made of recycled materials. The designs are very versatile and are made to be worn and loved and to be a swimsuit that you actually look forward to wearing. Sienna and Company's most popular swimsuit top is the reversible wrap top. It can be worn with the crisscross in front, which also makes it great for nursing moms, and it can also be worn with the high neck in the front for a bit more coverage. All of their top and bottom styles are mix and match, so you can find the look that's perfect for you. They also have a swim dress, swim skirt, and swim shorts. The designer Catherine Huss got to study abroad in Siena, Italy, where she was inspired by St. Catherine of Siena and the beauty and femininity of the Italian women she met. Catherine has always struggled to find a swimsuit that provided the amount of coverage that she could feel comfortable and confident in, while being high-quality made with fair labor. Sienna and Company Swimwear was born out of this need. You can find these swimsuits and more information on their website, sienna-co.com. Use code ABIDEFREE for free shipping on your order. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, friends, and welcome to season 11 of the Abiding Together podcast. Abiding Together is a place where you can find connection, rest, and encouragement in your journey with Jesus Christ. Hi, my name is Sister Miriam James Heidland, and every week I'm joined by two of my very dearest friends, Heather Kim and Michelle Benzinger, and we talk about all things Christ, about life, about beauty, about sorrow. We laugh, we cry, you'll fit right in. <laughs> so grab a cup of coffee, settle in, and welcome home. And welcome to this week's episode of the Abiding Together podcast. We are back on video, ladies. We're back. We're back. We are. <laughs> we're we back. Are. And so we just want to say thank you for all of you who have given us such wonderful feedback from our series on daughter and sister. I think it's been just really far beyond anything we had hoped for and just what the Lord is doing in everybody's life and um, just everybody that has commented on seeing us and things like that. So we're going to continue our series on identity, and we're going to talk about um, today and the next—we're uh, going to start a four-part series on the identity of mother and the power of motherhood. And we're going to focus today on the attribute, the feminine genius attribute of receptivity. But before we do that, can I just, if you're not watching us, you should know. I'm going to just, you're literally your color commentator. Heather and Michelle look gorgeous. Like they're in jewel, sapphire, sweaters, emeralds. I'm the rock, I'm gray, but that's okay. So there's nothing wrong with that. But I just wanted to say hello again to us. Hi, friends. Hi. And uh, do you want to tell us what happened last night, Heather? Like what happened? She's the only one who's alive. Like Michelle and I are dead, actually. So Heather's the only one alive right now. Really? (laughs) It's it's a weird podcast. So we flew to Chicago yesterday. We We arrived. We went to the beautiful St. Therese Shrine, um, shrine mm-hmm. which was Again, gorgeous. Yes, but we actually got in this time because yes. last time it was all locked. So we yeah. got in. We saw all the beautiful relics. It was wonderful. We went yes. to Super Target. It was amazing because mm-hmm. they don't have that in Canada. True. So it was a so super true. awesome mm-hmm. day. Had dinner, mm-hmm. caught up, went to bed, and I'm two hours behind. So I fell asleep about midnight. Mm-hmm. 2.30, a screeching alarm okay, we're goes all off. Screeching. In our own hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, all in our own hotel rooms. Yes. Mm-hmm. A screeching alarm goes off. It's so loud that I was like, oh, my gosh. So, like, I bolt out of bed and my heart's just, like, pounding. I'm like, okay, pants, 
key for the room and purse. Everything else can burn. <laughs> so I like go out and all the lights are flashing. It's 2.30. So we're stumbling out. Everybody is exiting the hotel. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where these two are because they're further down the hall. So I was like, okay, they probably went on a different exit. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. And then I, so I text. I was like, hey, um, I'm going around to the lobby because it's warmer there if you guys want to meet there. And mm-hmm. I didn't see them. And I was like, maybe they're outside on the other side of the building and they didn't bring their phones because they're not responding. I was like, they're probably just in their little PJs freezing Mm -hmm. outside, poor Mm -hmm. girls. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then this morning I got up Mm -hmm. to a text from Michelle that was like, Heather, what are you talking about? (laughs) So me and the rest of the hotel people Mm -hmm. were outside or Mm -hmm. in the lobby. Mm -hmm. The fire department came, the whole thing. That's amazing. But you, friends... (laughs) We're fast asleep in your bed. Well, well you weren't. Okay, okay so Michelle's so Michelle, fast asleep, where were you? so she's fired. I, slept, I totally slept through the whole okay. thing, which is funny because I'm okay. a light sleeper, but I had my earplugs yes. in, my sound machine Dang going. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. bundled so in my blanket. you're fired. You're not in charge of our mm-hmm. safety yes, anymore. Yes, totally. But sister, on the other hand, said oh. to me, well, I did hear something, <laughs> and then I just put my pillow over my head. <laughs> that may have happened. It, it could have happened, yes. I'm like, clearly you were at peace with God, and you were like, I See will ya. meet my yeah. maker, but I'm done. not getting out of this cozy bed. We yes. go outside. I agree. The, the idea of going outside when it was 25 degrees, I was like, well, if that's a fire alarm. I, I guess I'll deal with it if I have to. I didn't see any flames, and I, I know. I'm like, I'm a bad it's concerning on a couple levels, but yeah. we're here. <laughs> yeah, you were completely clueless. You're like, wow, <laughs> I would have gone down in a blaze of glory. <clears throat> Come on, Elijah. Here we go. Don't but worry. Yeah. Anyway, is I'll take bon care Jovi of you. Blaze of glory. Do we, no. I won't. I won't. I yeah, won't go down that path. Heavy. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so one of the things that we've done is we've taken the same scripture passage and we've prayed through it for four times, which mm-hmm. I heard some people say at first, they were like, why are we going to do this four yeah. times? But then by the fourth yeah. time, they're like, oh, thank God. So mm-hmm. the scripture passage that we're going to use to guide our discussion on motherhood is from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. And it is uh, chapter one, verses four to five. And it says this, the word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. And I think even in that, there's probably portions of that scripture passage that we've heard before, especially about being in the womb. But I'm wondering, just as we open up this discussion of of mother, as this growth of identity, and we're going to finish with bride in our next series. But uh, Michelle, especially for you, as you kind of put together this content and just have been praying about this, we all have, but what is your particular the openness of your heart today as we kind of go into this receptivity and the, yeah. Yeah. I think when we were talking about the identity series for women and how vital it is in this part of history, mm-hmm. like I really feel like there's something going on with women, like right now in history, more so than for me personally, well, this is the time of history we lived in. So it mm-hmm. feels very personal to us, but really diving into the writings of John Paul II and Edith Stein and different things. And like our main quote today is to be a mother innately means to cultivate, to guard and to develop true humanity. Mm-hmm. That's what Edith Stein says. And thinking to myself, if we as women are life givers, then we need to cultivate life. And what does that look like? And we cannot cultivate something that we can, we don't already possess, already give. So to really, what does it cultivate mean to cultivate our own life mm-hmm. and our own selves? But um, I was listening to, there's an old tale that says, um, the hand that rocks the cradle is the hand that rocks the world. 
Oh, rules the world, world. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. mothers and stuff like that. Actually, there's a creepy movie about it, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so let's not talk about that. We're not talking about that, but there was the something. Mur- the crowd murmur. murmur. Yes. <laughs> no, don't go there. I'm just going to fast forward this part. <laughs> <laughs> but to see that each and every one of us as mothers, whether we have children or not, mm-hmm. and that women have a life-giving force, and that mm-hmm. that force is being called forth in a powerful way, I think, this time in history, yes. more so. And that's like how the mm-hmm. Vatican II um, Council ends, saying that women impregnated with the fullness of the gospel mm-hmm. are really the bearers of peace. But I think for me, as I've taken a step back and gone deeper into our own my own personal family journey of healing and mm-hmm. this season of realizing the best thing that I can do for even my own children is to heal myself. You know, mm-hmm. well, not well, not to heal myself. Allow the, the Lord, Lord to heal, heal you. Me. Yes, mm-hmm. and that therefore will bring healing mm-hmm. many times. Yeah. You know, and a good friend of mine that I, we have in conversation, she said that healed mothers heal the world. Amen. And then she said, healed women actually heal the world. Mm-hmm. And it was just a saying in passing when she mm-hmm. said it, but it gripped me so strongly. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I was like, that is it right there. Yeah. That is it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, sister, what are your thoughts? Well, I think as we unfold this, um, I particularly like the quote that we, well, you, that you chose as the guiding quote. This is to be a mother innately means to cultivate, to guard, and to develop true humanity. And I think there's something even as women when we hear that to cultivate, to guard, and to develop true humanity that resonates with all of us. And we all mentor young women, and mm-hmm. you know, so often when we speak to young women. They'll come up to us after a talk and say, well, I'm not a biological mother or I'm not, I don't have a home. Like, how can I make a home out of it? And and the truth is this is innate in every woman, that every woman is called to cultivate, to guard, and to develop true humanity. And I think even as we look at the vocations and how we're called to love and wherever we are in our state of life, that every single one of us as women, this is a particular uh, gift that's been given to us and the gift of receptivity of it's in our body. You know, it said that, I think we've talked about this before, but, you know, Mary conceived Jesus in her heart before she conceived him in her womb. And so that reality of being open, like Adam and Eve in the garden, who in their hearts first bought the lie of the enemy, it's in the garden in our hearts where we first receive the truth of who we are. And that continual receptivity of the truth is what allows our hearts to grow and our, and our bodies to grow and our, and our minds to grow. So it's such a, this has been a long journey for all of us, and it will continue the rest of our days on earth of, of the reality of cultivating, guarding, and to developing true humanity and allowing that to first happen in us, but then mm-hmm. also in the people that we are with that have been given to us. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Heather? What do you? Yeah, I think just to put it in context of the other two parts that we've already done, that mm-hmm. it is a process of mm-hmm. maturing. Yes, you know that we go through. Is. We first need to know what it means to be daughter mm-hmm. before we can be a mother, yeah. you know, and, and um, to experience the love, the the security, the safety, uh, the the being guarded by God, the Father yes. in particular, mm-hmm. and finding our identity there, it increases our capacity then to be that for other mm-hmm. people, Amen. to be to be able to provide and offer that to other people. And so I think what you're saying, Michelle, is like when we do our own work, you know, that yes. kind of uh, mm-hmm. when we enter into the healing process, we allow our capacities to grow. Mm-hmm. And so someone might be thinking, I am not capable of doing that right yeah. now. And you might be an actual physical mother yes. right now, or maybe you're not. Um, but I think these are places that we can grow. And that's yes. a beautiful thing to know. Like yeah. there is hope in that, that yes. no matter what our story is, no matter what deficiencies have been there in our story or things that we haven't been able to receive, mm-hmm. um, that God can fill in every gap. Mm-hmm. 
and prepare us for a new stage in life and yes. a new state mm -hmm. of being yes. in our womanhood. Yes. And motherhood is one of those places that's really important, I mm -hmm. think. But there's there's things that come before it. Yeah. You know? Oh, definitely. Yeah. It yeah. is. And I think for us, all of us, really, it's the journey back to being a daughter, being a child, Always, being a yeah. ch not being mm -hmm. childish, but being childlike. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like the whole journey towards the kingdom to turn toward the father is childlike trust. Yes. It is like the childness, the little parts of ourselves, the little parts, sometimes the ones that we don't like. Yeah. And sometimes the ones that we have forgotten about and that we mm -hmm. have to relearn or recalibrate again or re, you know, whatever. Like we had talked about on the podcast before about play mm -hmm. and rest and all those mm -hmm. things that we did so well as a child like when someone you know I always laugh like when we were little ones someone saying time to take a nap and you're like I don't want that now I'm like darn I would love if someone told me to take a nap now <laughs> go outside and play and take a nap but just to think that that it's the whole journey back to a childlike trust and faith yeah. But that is all, it's a journey and you mm -hmm. keep on going. And I think it's really easy to get frustrated mm -hmm. be like, shouldn't I be further along than this? I know. Yeah. Or shouldn't I be over this? Or why am I reacting this way? Or why am I not growing in holiness in this area? Like, shouldn't I be beyond this? Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and I think that's the time to approach ourselves, like we said before on the podcast, to just have compassion for ourselves mm -hmm. and have holy curiosity about mm -hmm. ourselves and say, okay, why am I reacting this way? Why am I doing this? But I think there's a longing in each and every one of our hearts well I know there is to be mothered oh yes oh yeah you know, to be mothers, mm -hmm. um, whether we've had great mothers or not so great mothers. I mean, we've all had human mothers. So mm -hmm. they're on this side of, yeah. you know, heaven. Yeah. They're always going to have, there's always going to be deficits, but to mm -hmm. be nurtured, mm -hmm. for someone to cultivate us, mm -hmm. someone to guard us, mm -hmm. you know, we that's a longing in each and every person's heart. Mm -hmm. And it's important, to, I think, to know that it's both. And, and like yes. the receptivity of like, I want to receive all of those things as a daughter mm -hmm. to be mothered by someone, either, you yeah. know, physical mother, spiritual mother, but also that my role is to give that to another, yes. you know, and yes. sometimes we stay just in a process of like, I always want to be the one receiving, or I always want to be the daughter. Mm -hmm. um, but really our calling is then to go out. And that is the full image of God. Like yes. he both receives and gives at the yes. same time. It's this mm -hmm. constant, you know, receptivity and giving, and that is the image that we are made in. So mm -hmm. it is really the goal that we should be moving towards mm -hmm. is to have both of those active. Or mm. we feel like we're the ones that is always giving. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the other side, for yeah. sure, for sure. So we're like, I'm always the one that taking care of other people. Yeah, they're yeah. like, I have no lack of that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and yeah, noticing that and looking um, looking at what's happening there, because of what I think you both are deeply talking about is the, it's like the John Paul II's language of self-gift. Yes. Yeah. That every single one of us wants to be received, mm -hmm. and every, every single one of us wants to receive yeah. also. And like that reciprocity of receiving and then giving. And when you look at mother, really is the most mature identity of a woman, of of being able to, as she grows, um, you know, as, and I think, I don't know about you guys, but I know I've heard stories from other mothers, like other biological mothers. And I know for myself, I started mentoring people, or just as I grew as a woman, that it's many times not until you have children, that the little parts of your own heart that maybe where you saw just lacks where you were not received or mothered well, that now that your kids are demanding something of you and you're like, I don't know what to do. Like mm -hmm. it feels overwhelming or you feel like a little girl at times. And uh, some time ago we were at a priest retreat and one of the priests was asking Bob, Dr. Bob Schutz about like narcissist behavior, personality. And, and Bob came mm -hmm. back and said, all of us are narcissists in a place we haven't had, where we have unhealed wounds. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, cause it's all about mm -hmm. us, you know? Yeah. So just so sometimes we're surprised at what comes out of our hearts as we grow, but that the Lord is strengthening us so that we can 
be received because it's also not mature to say, no, don't receive me. Like I'm going to always be in control. That's another way to be in control. Whereas we can be mothered and we can be received by another and be um, opening our hearts to that vulnerability and tenderness and also being able to receive another and to give life to another. That's the fullness of maturity that we're continually growing into. Mm, Yeah, I agree. It was interesting in this season where I've taken a little bit step back of just to really be at home and focus on that. What part of it started is one of my children um, just had an episode, you know, where we, her trauma was very much displayed and Mm -hmm. we were very concerned. It was nothing that she had done. And like my heart broke for her, Mm -hmm. like just all the areas that she was like disassociated. And um, when I mean disassociated, like she didn't even know like where she was or whatever. She had a bad dream. And I was just like, oh, my goodness. So when we were talking with another counselor, a great Christian counselor, she said, okay, the next step, I'm thinking, all right, we need to get her into this or we need to do that. And the counselor looked at me and she said, no, you need to get as healthy as you can be. Mm -hmm. And you need to get your nervous system completely attuned Mm -hmm. and completely regulated because a child will regulate with a mother. Mm -hmm. You know, so she said, it's a mother who heals the child. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, but I think I'm good. And she said, you are good now. And she said, this is exactly the time to do it. Mm-hmm. Don't do it when you are falling apart or whatever. She said, you are good. So go even deeper mm-hmm. in that. And I think that we feel like a lot of times in the healing journey that we have to do it. Yeah. Or like, oh, let me earn it. Yes. Or let me will it or yes. whatever. And what more and more I realize, like, no, it's creating space for the Lord to move. Mm-hmm. It's creating space for the Lord to heal. And there's parts that you do have to own. Oh, there's sure, parts that you, but it's not this striving. No, yeah. it's a, it's really the, this where you're abiding with the Holy Spirit to help Him uh, cultivate this healing and mm-hmm. co-create this healing. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I just realized it made me realize in a powerful way how much communion matters, like oh, with wow. other people. Mm-hmm. Like John Paul II often says, we are made for communion. That's our deepest identity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for uh, other people to heal, you know, we have to heal. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to be um, as whole and holy as we can be, you know, mm-hmm. or give God room. Mm-hmm. Heather, what are your thoughts? Yeah, children definitely, or other people, you yes. know, have a way of exposing things yeah. within you, you know, yeah. your deficiencies, the things that maybe make you afraid. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll talk about that in more in some of the later episodes, yeah. like about wounds of a mother and mm-hmm. healing that's necessary. But I, I don't want those things. Sometimes they can be such a stumbling block that then the self-hatred yes. begins or the shame mm-hmm. begins mm-hmm. and it stunts us in mm-hmm. our in our process of growing. But it really can be an opportunity to go, oh my goodness, like here's a place where I just genuinely need the Savior. I need yes. Jesus mm-hmm. to come and heal me. I need the Father. I need the Holy Spirit to come and speak truth here into this place of me so that I can grow. Yeah. Like God is all about union yeah. with mm-hmm. him, yes. you know, and he's all about all of us, like you mm-hmm. said, living in communion with one another. And so these things can actually be a really loving, gentle exposure, exposure from the Lord mm-hmm. to say like, this is not the fullness of who you are. And here's yes. an opportunity for you to grow and to come to me and to receive from me all that I have for you so that your capacity grows, your heart muscles stretch just as a womb stretches, you know, with the the growing child, like that your heart can grow bigger Mm -hmm. and that I can expand your capacity to love Mm -hmm. better. Yeah. I mean, isn't that what we all want? All of us want to continue to grow really. And none of us, all of us really love flowers that continue to bloom and the trees, you know, we've just been through fall and this winter and just now the spring and the summer, all of us love the cycle of nature. And I think all of us in our hearts, even if we're in a really difficult part of our life, all of us want to see spring and summer again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then all of us know, even in the fullness of summer, that there's a, there's more, mm-hmm. you know, and that's okay. And I, I love this this catechism quote uh, here that says, catechism 773, it says, 
in the church, this communion of men with God, in the love that never ends, right, is the purpose which governs everything in her that is sacramental means, that is a sacramental means tied to this passing world. The church's structure is totally ordered toward the holiness of Christ's members, and holiness is measured according to the great mystery in which the bride responds with the gift of love to the gift of the bridegroom. Mary goes before us all in the holiness that is the church's mystery as a bride without spot or wrinkle, and that is why the Marian dimension of the church precedes the Petrine. Mm -hmm. So that reality of receptivity, which is the call of each one of us to receive first, to receive the Holy Spirit first, to receive, and that's that. I love that God never tires of giving. Mm -hmm. Like at every moment, even now, as we listen to this. Wherever, whatever you're finding stirring in your heart, coming to the surface, that even now we could just sit before the Lord and say, Lord, I want to receive whatever you want to give me here. Mm -hmm. That he never holds back. He never withholds or withdraws his love. That he just continues to pour forth in, in, the, in his gentleness and his goodness and filling us to, to holiness, to fullness, to wholeness and communion in him. And that that's the deepest desire of every human heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was so funny. When we were praying about the series and all of that, um, I kept on hearing, like, you know, we have— male listeners too like yes, yeah we do yes we do we they're do. like this when is we very girly them. right now yeah. this whole series <laughs> yeah but it's good it teaches you about women anyway but, and yeah. men have said that to me they're yes. like sister yeah. thank you for guys thank yeah. you guys for doing this series because it's helping me understand my wife and my girlfriend and I was like amen brother amen brother yeah, yeah. Trying to help yeah. you yeah. and we <laughs> were when we were when I was praying about this and we were praying about just content for the next two seasons I kept on hearing in prayer like ladies go first ladies go first mm. is that saying and I was like oh, what mm. is this like whatever mm. is this me or is you know whatever you know and just really praying and discerning that. And then I came across that catechism <clears throat> quote. <clears throat> and then the Marian Before precedes the you know, Petrine. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that is it. Because we are in our posture, Marian. Like yes. we have to receive the Holy Spirit in this fullness. Everybody does. Yep. Yes. And yep. like today we are actually recording on the feast. I mean, the solemnity of Immaculate Conception. Mm -hmm. um, I'm totally dating what day we're doing. Mm -hmm. But I was <laughs> thinking about the first reading where um, when the angel appears to Mary, it says, even your cousin Elizabeth, who has been named Baron. Mm -hmm. And I, that just stood out to me. Like someone named her Baron. Mm -hmm. And I was like, but now, you know, mm -hmm. she is six months with a child because mm -hmm. nothing is impossible for God. Mm -hmm. So for us, there is... Is, I really do feel like it is a call of the Holy Spirit. Like there is no area that we are barren because mm -hmm. God is yeah. going to do miraculous things. Mm -hmm. With God, all things are possible. So for each and every woman, whatever state in life that you are in and that you're listening, the Lord wants to bloom and bear forth life in these barren areas. Yeah. And your areas of motherhood, if you are a mother, and the mm -hmm. areas of if you are single or whatever, whatever your vocation is, religious sister, whatever, the Lord wants to expand what Heather said, your motherhood. Yes. But the Holy Spirit wants to overshadow you in a powerful way. Mm -hmm. And Every area that is barren in your life, he wants mm -hmm. to bring forth life. Mm -hmm. There is no area that he wants to, um, there's no area off limits. Mm -hmm. Like we're going to give him all access. And so this probably series, the next two, is probably going to be uncomfortable, mm -hmm. you know, because it's uncomfortable us. We're living it. I would yeah. love to say we are very much, and we said this often, we're on the journey with you. Yes. We have no way yeah. experts in this, you know, mm -hmm. but we are on the journey with you. Mm -hmm. But we really want to give the Holy Spirit permission to bring forth life in all of our areas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I love that we're opening the door beyond like people's vocational call, yes. you know, because I think sometimes our mentality is, well, if I'm in this st state of yeah. life, then it means this or this mm -hmm. stage of life or if this, this, is this. And what we're saying is this call to motherhood goes beyond all of that. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't matter what stage of life, what state of life, Amen. what vocation yeah. you're called to or if it hasn't yet come uh, into clarity yet that this is a place that God wants to call 
cultivate something within us even deeper, whether we already are mothers or not, you Mm -hmm. know? And I think it's important to just go, wow, like, am I a place that, that people can come to be guarded and to be developed in their true humanity? Mm -hmm. You know, do I have capacity for that? Mm -hmm. And if not, Lord, how do you want to bring that capacity about mm-hmm. within me? Mm-hmm. Because it's what we all long for. It is part of our truest identity. So yeah. when we're able to step into that, we're going to find things, no matter, like I said, what vocation we're in, all of it will will bless the area of life that we're in. Like yeah. as we step into our the fullness of who we are, it will get better mm-hmm. no matter what circumstance we're in. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? What I'm oh, saying? it oh. totally makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it does get better. But oftentimes it gets harder than better. Than yeah. Harder. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. What were yeah. going to say, sister? No, it, that, that's, that is true. And I and also it helps us understand just the perennial call, Like, which is why I'm so glad we're doing this series on identities as, as daughter, sister, you know, bride and mother, because every woman is called to that. Like every mm-hmm. man is, is, is brother, um, son, brother, bridegroom and father. Like that's the innate vocation of every man. And if, if it's true what John Paul II is saying, that we're called to live in the fullness of our humanity and this catechism quote of the fullness of the holiness, the holiness not being a facade we put on mm-hmm. or minimizing our brokenness or pretending like it doesn't matter or just trying really hard and performing well and being perfectionist. Like that's just, those are just manifestations where our hearts have been broken. But really holiness, and I remember Christopher West in Theology of the Body, like he kept saying mm-hmm. that over and over and over. Holiness is measured in the receptivity of the bride to the bridegroom mm-hmm. of holiness, like the fullness, like the perfection, the fullness of of life. And because love never ends, it means there's always places the Lord is calling me to grow because he wants to make me more beautiful. Mm-hmm. And like, who doesn't, what woman, like just like let's couch it in the area of women, like what woman doesn't want to be more beautiful? And we're not talking about the shallow mm-hmm. idea of what so much, you know, is kind of presented to us as women, but just the beauty, the, the symmetry, the harmony, the grace, like, you know, our lady's beautiful because she's full of grace. Mm-hmm. And, and this is, you know, sin is what breaks us, it divides us, it fragments us, but the fullness of grace unites us and brings us in a wholeness and communion. And I don't know any woman, myself included, who doesn't want more of that. Mm-hmm. Like, give me more of that, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And I think for each of us as women, like you said, our, the call of holiness is how much we receive. Yes. You know, how much space we make. And yeah. realizing, like, for us as women, we were all born of a woman. <laughs> so yeah. We all have a mother. So each and every yes. one of us. And so even when some people bring up the word mother, that's a very painful it word for us. It is Some hard. people. Yep. And for other people, it brings, you know, just signs of, um, like warmth and affection, mm-hmm. or you could be in the middle, all of the above. It mm-hmm. can have all the things. Mm-hmm. But I loved what Edith Stein was saying, where she says, to be a mother innately means to cultivate, to guard, and to develop true humanity. And John Paul II said, it's just woman who teaches man how to be truly human. Yeah. You know, and so uh, the women, mothers, are our first teachers. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so what did we learn and what do we need to unlearn from our own mothers? Mm-hmm. But I think also, like, we are each, each and every one of us was carried in a womb, and that's sp- supposed to be the safest place mm-hmm. in the world. You know, and I think one of the questions that I've been asking myself over the last couple months is, where am I not even safe to my own self? Amen, girl. You know, like, mm-hmm. where am I not even safe to my own self? Like, yeah. I'm trying to be safe for other mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I, I had like that huge epiphany. I'm like, well, shoot, I'm not even safe to my own self in this area. Yes. Like, I can't even count on my own self mm-hmm. to come through for my own self in mm-hmm. this area. Mm-hmm. And it was hard to look at, you know. But the Lord always puts his finger on something because, oh, no, like, this is where I want to restore, mm-hmm. you know, but this is where I want to come in, you know, and bring glory and mm-hmm. show my beautifulness, mm-hmm. you know, and restore back to what you're like you were saying earlier, Heather, what mm-hmm. you were designed for. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and there's a distinction between doing our work and striving and grasping. Yes. You know, so we're always going to keep going back to that because at the heart of it is unity and union mm-hmm. with God, the abiding <clears throat> uh, relationship with the Lord, which is a place of of peace and rest and love and acceptance mm-hmm. and being known. And even though there might be stretching and even though we might have to do our part to yeah. participate, to like open the door, and that can be excruciating sometimes, we're not the ones that actually do mm-hmm. the work. Mm-hmm. We open the door, we say yes. We receive it, yep. But mm-hmm. God does the work mm-hmm. in us, and sometimes he you know, partners with other people to help that come about in our life. And that's a really good thing. But I think sometimes when we say, here's the expectation is that we're, we're able to offer all of this to the world. And then there's inevitably some people who'd go, I'm already failing at that, or I can't do it, or I'm going to have to do more, you know, to get there, whatever the posture should never be in us. Like, I need to hustle more. I need to like white knuckle it more. I need to, you know, just do better because I'm so horrible. Like the second that that starts happening, you can just hear the enemy Mm -hmm. in there trying to twist and turn. So I think just to check in our own hearts, like what am I feeling right now? And how do I need God to speak his truth here Mm -hmm. so that it actually becomes fruitful Mm -hmm. and not destructive within me? Mm -hmm. You know, I agree. I agree. And I think we see that very clearly in how nature grows, like nature Mm -hmm you know, by and large, doesn't violently grow. Even like when a man and woman come together and a child is conceived, just the way that the the conception takes place. And then as the embryo travels and, you know, the embryo, the the little newborn child or the newborn, you know, baby or like the the cells could plant themselves in the uterine wall and just how, just the growth of the child like over nine months Mm -hmm. and the growth of the the flowers in the spring and just the growth of, it's a very gentle growth and it takes time. It takes time. And just how often in life I've I just been thinking lately of there are many times in life where we have really wanted something and we wanted it right now. And we're like, oh, gosh, give this to me right now. And the Lord's either like, no, or mm-hmm. not yet. And it's not until later do we see the growth of like, oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. Like, thank God he didn't give me what I wanted when I wanted it, how mm-hmm. I wanted it, because it would have destroyed me or it would have been too yeah. much. Or he had to wait 10 years. Or he had to wait. It just mm-hmm. in just the I've just been very captivated lately by the, the God's sovereignty mm-hmm. and his timing, which is often a mystery to me. I don't yeah. understand that. But all but all I can do with the Lord is just today in Mass, you know, when we went to Mass this morning, just mm-hmm. surrendering everything on the altar, saying, Jesus, I put everybody I love on the altar. I put every desire I have, every hope I have, every disappointment. Like I just, I, I surrender it to you. And I just pray that you would give back to me whatever you want mm-hmm. and just open my heart. Like, Lord, I don't, there's so many things I don't know about myself, but you know me. So just you know, just I give you permission. I surrender to give me permission just to open my heart and just to allow myself to receive you more deeply. Like that's all I can do. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that scripture that many of us have heard so many times that there is no fear in love, mm-hmm. but yeah. for perfect love casts out all fear. Yeah. So some of these topics as we go deep, it can be like, oh man, some people have already yeah. been like, I can't listen to this. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're through yep. the series, like it's too much, you know, yeah. um, but there's no fear in love. This yes. is an invitation. Yep. By the lover of Amen. our souls, like to grow, to mature, mm-hmm. to go deeper, to heal. Like these are all from the person who is love. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there's no fear in love. And I think that's just something to remember and mm-hmm. hold hold close to us. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. for like what you were both just saying, but like it tells us in the catechism, the Holy Spirit is the master of the interior life. Yeah. Like to follow him. He is the ultimate counselor. Mm-hmm. He is the comforter. He is the counselor. So he is with us on this journey. Mm-hmm. And I think oftentimes it says in scripture, you know, Jesus says, it's better that I go because I'm sending you the advocate. Yeah. And I've been praying with that uh, often. Like I've been 
in a lot of scripture. I've had time to read a lot. Anyway, mm-hmm. but when I've been praying that, when he says, man, it's better that I check out and then you're sending me somebody else. <laughs> but yeah. the Lord is like, I don't think we really even use the fullness of the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You know, because he is such, um, he's an invited guest, you know. So like, Holy Spirit, if you're the master in the interior life, mm-hmm. help me on this journey. Journey mm-hmm. with me. Show me how your counselor, mm-hmm. how your comforter, like I said earlier, how you want to overshadow it me, you know, because it's not in our own power. It's only in the power Mm -hmm. of the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. that the healing takes place. And, um, and like Heather was saying, you have permission to be where you are. Mm -hmm. You have permission to be where you are on this journey. And if the Holy Spirit is stirring up stuff, good. If the Holy Spirit is not stirring up stuff, good, you know, but you just can be where you are. Mm -hmm. And we're just excited that you're listening with us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we could just ask, like, just a little heart check-in, maybe mm-hmm. as we're, you know, whether we're watching this or listening to it and just kind of noticing, dear friends, like what's happening in your heart. And, you know, if you listen to daughter and sister, you know, that might have been difficult or expiring or maybe a little bit of both. And even as we talk about mother, just kind of noticing what happens in our hearts when we talk about that reality and maybe thinking about your own mama or just a lack thereof, or whatever that is. And we're just going to just ask the Lord just to speak to us. So just, Lord, I just pray that you would speak to each one of us, whatever you want to say to us as women about mothers, about ourselves as mothers. I just pray, Lord, that you would give us the peace and the serenity just to rest here, knowing that you don't wish to reveal anything that you don't also wish to heal. And just so wherever we find ourselves right now, even as we listen, that we are safe, Lord, in your love. And Mother Mary, that you long to reveal to us the face of the beautiful bride, the beautiful mother who always receives us, who always delights in us, who holds us in unceasing and perfect love always. We are never out of your tender, tender care, your tender arms, your heart. But just as your your face shines upon us with delight, Mother, that we would allow ourselves to be delighted by you. Jesus, we pray that if there's any barriers in our hearts to receiving or to being received, we pray that you would be with us there and just show us what they are and in its own time. We surrender our hearts to you, Lord, and all of our fears, all of our dreams, all of our longings, all of our loves, we surrender them to you. And we just make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 Well, here we go. Here we we go. go. It's going to be beautiful. Mm -hmm. So, well, would we like to uh, talk about our one things for the week? We can do it. Yeah. Michelle, you want to talk about your one thing? Um, My one thing is a book. I'm actually taking sister's books, but I gave it to her for her birthday. Um, It is called Shelter Within Her Hearts, and it's by Joshua Elsner. And it's 33 Days to Deeper Entrustment to Mary. If you want a great book to lead you through these mother stuff. Oh, my goodness. That's a good one. It is this book. I came across it. A friend of mine gave it, um, recommended it to me, and I came across him, and he's a beautiful writer. Mm -hmm. But he really blends John Paul II's attachment, communion, and it's just extraordinary, mm-hmm. but it is a very healing book. Mm-hmm. So put the website on too, because I think he has that book on his website. Yeah, also. he has the book yeah. on his website. So I'll yeah. post all the links mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's a mm-hmm. beautiful, and it'll be a good resource also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good one. Miss Heather? My How's one thing king? is a new, relatively new album that came out 
by Stephanie Gretzinger called mm, Faith of My Father. Beautiful. Her dad passed away recently in her oh. life. And so she just like picked all these songs that were just sort of classic songs wow. that you hear at church, oh. you know, that have been prayed over and over again and mm-hmm. are just saturated with the prayers of so many people in churches. And so <clears throat> Faith of My Father is the album. And there's one on there as a deer. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That was on re- that particular song was on repeat for a long time in my house oh, so yeah. good so so, awesome. so good yeah oh that is nice you did recommend that to us i think on a group text you talked about that so good yeah. so good i look forward to hearing it well um can i announce as my one thing can i announce our lenten book study Girl, so you <laughs> Do I even know what it is? You do. do. We've already talked about this. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, my gosh. She was Guys, up late. Was People, she's the, the only one who's alive right now. Michelle and I are dead. Remember, yes. go back to the beginning of our conversation. Just two hours of sleep. Again. <laughs> Poor thing. Okay. Yeah, so people ask us every year, like, what's your Lenten book study? Poor and uh, <laughs> we're, I'm just delighted. And I'm just very humbled to um, just to announce our Lenten book study will be a new book that I wrote for yes. Lent with Ave Maria Press called Restore. I can't And wait. it's actually. Oh, should we do like a drum roll? Yeah, we should okay. be. Okay. The Lenten book study is. <laughs> All right, go, go. Okay, <laughs> take two. Uh, a book that I just wrote called Restore with Ave Maria Press. And so it will be a guided meditation. There's going to be a journal with it. And it's going to focus on healing through the disciplines of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Mm-hmm. So taking the disciplines that we practice as Catholics, but then how do they have a healing aspect for homeless and community in our life? Uh, Ave Maria Press has prepared just a beautiful journal. There's artwork. I'll have a video that I'll release every week. So we'll go um, just week by week, and we'll walk our listeners through that. So I want to just recommend that to you. So you could purchase the book for your personal study for Bible study for your small groups for your parish parishes like let's just jump on the bandwagon and we will go through it together um, you can find that on Ave Maria Press or on Amazon.com so. I can't wait to Woo! read it yeah We're excited. I'm so really I feel, excited thank you guys I was very kind of you just be like hey let's do your book I'm like that's wonderful yeah. as we should as yeah. we should as we should friends as we should mm-hmm. darling well, thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, we are excited to just launch a, a new identity and to continue to grow in that. So until next week, we will be abiding together. God bless you. Have a wonderful week.